Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host Sarah and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Today I've got Abby with me, Abigail Hogarth. She's an incredible young woman who lives in South Australia. We've been to her church a couple of times. They have an amazing church and she's an amazing family, but ultimately she's an amazing person. So welcome to her daily drive, Abby. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Over the phone, of course, because South Australia, but also COVID slash mainly that you're in South Australia. It'll get you. Yeah. Um, Abby, before we start today, can you tell us three go-to essentials that you've been loving during this COVID season? Okay, number one, Nashville, the um, TV show on Stan. Secondly, mum bought me a weighted blanket the other day. Oh. And it's really changed the game for me. What um, is that? You've never, oh, Sarah, this will change your life. So it's like these huge rugs that have like weights in them almost. So mm-hmm. it's meant to be really good for anxiety and whatever. But I sleep with it and it's just like a warm hug. I've never had better sleep than I have in the last week since having that. That's so good. So good. I wake up like confused every morning. Like where am I? What time is it? What's going on? My third would probably be, what did I say? Nashville, my weighted blanket. And I am obsessed with candles. I Mm. go to Kmart every day and buy like 10 new candles. Favorite scent of candle. I'm not picky. I just, it's all about the look for me. If it's yeah, a okay. pretty candle, I love. As long as it's not too intense. I don't like really intense, like fruity smells. Yeah. Just low key so I can burn like six of them at the same time. <laughs> and it doesn't like to smell too intense. That's so, I actually have a funny story about this. Michael once, we had people come over for dinner and I walked in and like three of our candles were burning all at the same time, like within the same, you know, living area, dining area, all the same space. And I was like, they were all my glass house ones and all different flavors. And I was like, what? You don't understand. You're burning like a thousand dollars worth of candles right now, all different scents. I was like, this is not how you do this. So I feel like guys don't get it. But yes, I love a good scented candle. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? Yeah, so like you mentioned, you've been to my church a bit. So I am a pastor's kid, but not just a pastor's kid. I'm also a pastor's sister. Every single person in my family is in full-time ministry to some extent. I am not. So it's definitely been an interesting way to grow up. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it's I spend a lot of my time in church, uh, a lot of time in the front row, you know, a lot of time on platform, which is a beautiful thing, but it, it's an interesting way to grow up, I think. It's a lot of uh, being in the spotlight when you're just trying to work out who you are. I actually loved what you said when you said I had an amazing family, but I'm a person, you know, and I think that's something that I've been learning as I grow up, that I'm a Hogarth, but I'm Abby. And it's honestly something I'm coming to terms with in the past year, that I'm not just my last name, you know, Mm -hmm. as much as I love my family with everything in me. I study sociology. I'm a real nerd. I love to study. I love to research. I would love to get into social research, watching people and watching society and seeing how it all fits together. But yeah, I think my biggest part of my journey has really been working out who I am outside of my family's last name and working out what my calling is rather than what people expect my calling to be. I'm a singer at church and I'm a youth leader and, you know, that's a lot of things I love to do and because of my family I'm naturally quite good at a few, you know, I'm a public speaker and I can do things like that but 
think a lot of people have expected me to go into full-time ministry because of who my family is, but that's just never felt like my calling. Such a hard thing to actually work out, especially in today's society, I think, to work out who we are um, in this world and our purpose and our passions and all that kind of thing. So I'm really excited to talk to you today. What topic are you going to share with us? So I'm going to be talking about being kind to yourself and being kind to yourself guilt-free. Why is it important in today's society for us to be kind to ourselves? Because I think we're self-deprecating. I think maybe it's Aussie humour, maybe, you know, it's all of that. But I think especially for young people, so I didn't mention before, I'm 19. I had Facebook when I was 10 years old, you know, like it's, yeah. I've fully grown up in that. And I think it's a lot of comparison. It's a lot of people being, yeah, really self-deprecating. And I think it's really hard to remind yourself to be kind to yourself, just like you would a friend. What's your experience with having to be kind to yourself? Oh my gosh. Okay. So particularly over this like COVID pandemic mental situation, I've noticed from talking to a lot of my friends, Christian, non-Christian, in a relationship, single, all of it, everyone seems to be struggling with their mental health at the moment. And like I said, I'm a youth leader. I have my year 11, 12 girls. It's all been the same story. Everyone's struggling with their mental health. And what I've been finding is that I have been very unkind to myself and I don't know when it started I don't know when it got so like deeply ingrained in me you know you're sitting there and I'm just trying to do um I forgot to mention I also handle communications at our church and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to do something I'll come up with an idea and the whole thing going through my head is that's not good enough. Oh, they're not going to like that. Leadership's not going to like that. Why do you even have this job? Why are you doing this? This is a waste of time. Your brothers are better at this than you, which they are. They're incredible. And I just realized I was being so unkind to myself. And I, one day I woke up and I was like, I would never say that to my friend. You know, like if my friend came to me with an idea, even if it's not the best idea, I would be, I would never say those things to her. Yeah, I suddenly started to realise that I was very, very unkind to myself and I was watching my youth girls and hearing them say the same things and I thought, oh, no, like I'm no better than that. Like how can I lead these girls when I'm thinking the same things about Mm. myself? So like I said, I'm 19. I've never dated. It's never been a real thing for me. My older brother is married. He met the love of his life when he was 16. Um, My other brother just got engaged last weekend, which is so exciting. So exciting. Uh, so exciting. My sister-in-laws are the best people on the planet. I love them so much. You know, all my friends around me are pretty much dating. I have like two single friends. I've had to learn to be kind to myself throughout that, being kind to myself in the single seasons as well. I don't know if you follow Laura Toggs on Instagram. Oh my gosh. She is my ultimate girl crush forever. For any of you who don't know who she is, she's the pastor's daughter from Hillsong, Brian and Bobby Houston's daughter. We actually have very similar journeys. She's got two older brothers who are amazing at everything they do and, you know, pastor's daughter and trying to work her own way through the world. A few weeks ago, she posted an Instagram TV talking about being kind to yourself. And I just watched it randomly while I was like sitting on the couch and I started crying because I was like, oh my goodness, this is everything I needed to hear right now. And she was talking about, I know this is the next question, but I'm going to talk about it now. She was talking about in Luke, someone asked Jesus, what's the most important commandment? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul. They say, what's the second most important commandment? And he said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. And she said that as Christians, 
we're for the most part we're pretty good at loving our neighbor you know we we pray for empathy and we pray for not to be judgmental and you know we're pretty good at loving each other but we're really bad at loving ourselves mm. and we forget that that's actually that that's the first step you love ourselves and then you love your neighbor like you would love yeah that and that kind of changed the game for me definitely still a journey I'm walking through I almost when you messaged me the other day to say like hey we all, we're still good I took everything in me to be like oh no I don't, I don't think I want to do this um, I have no idea what I'm talking about but I took a step back and I was like no you have something to offer you have something to say just like I would a friend 100% um, and you know what I think especially going through the age I remember being in the late teens you know, starting uni, you finish school, it's a huge age where I think we do have self-doubt and we don't take care of ourselves necessarily and we don't necessarily talk to ourselves in such a kind way. Like that stage of my life, I look back on now and I'm like, yeah, I probably did put myself down quite a bit. So I really do appreciate you sharing because I think hearing, you know, young girls hearing from someone their own age who's walking through the same things is a lot more powerful sometimes than someone who's older looking back. So I think what you have to offer is amazing. What are some practical steps that you do, you know, daily, weekly, whatever it looks like, monthly, or things that you've just done as a once-off? What are some practical things that you do to make sure that you're taking self-care? Yeah, okay, that's a great and question. And being kind to yourself. A big one for me lately, being honest, I have had a pretty rough couple of weeks, just been a lot of emotional highs and lows, very difficult week. But what I've been finding is because I, my personality, I feel things on a whole nother level, like where you might be on a four out of 10 of intensity, I'm on an eight. Like I feel everything very intensely. And I think throughout my childhood, I always tried to kind of ignore that and I would try and like distract myself or whatever. But what I've found in the last few weeks as I've been struggling a little bit is just to allow myself to feel sad when I need to feel sad and allow myself to feel angry about something if I need to feel angry that day. And, you know, I have some trusted friends that I will contact when I feel like that. And mm. can I just be sad with you today? And she's like, yeah, no worries. Let's go get bubble tea. I'm like, great. <laughs> bubble tea, <laughs> love it. Yeah, so that would be my main one is just allowing myself to feel the things I need to feel guilt-free. And mm. then when I have a beautiful, happy day the next day, just allowing myself to feel that as well. And I think my second step is that notice when you're sitting in it. And not when you're going through it, but when you're sitting in it. When a boy breaks my heart, which it happens because I feel things very deeply, notice when you need to be sad about that and when you need to be like, all right, let's let's go. Like, let's mm. move on from this. So just being super aware of what's going on in your head and what's going on in your heart and when you need to feel it and when you need to move on from it. Having trusted friends, get a good community around you, um, find people who are kind to you so mm -hmm. that you can learn to be kind to yourself. It's really easy as a young person to be in some toxic friendships just because it's familiar and just to acknowledge when it's not healthy anymore and when people aren't being kind to you and be like, hey, I love you, but I need to let you go. That's actually an okay thing to do. And buy a weighted blanket. It'll change your life. It really will. <laughs> Abby, what does the Bible tell us about being kind to ourselves? You mentioned a little bit in Luke, but what does the Bible tell us about being kind? That's the big one for me. It's like, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But like you were talking about with the practical tips on, you know, all of that, I find that when I'm being unkind to myself, the word of God is the absolute truth. When I'm feeling like I'm not being kind to myself and the lies get in your head, because they mm. are lies. That's what they are. They're mm. lies. 
and the enemy is a real thing and he does try and get into your head and try and break you down bit by bit and he disguises himself as your voice you know that's what he does so what I find is when I start going into those spirals I think now I'm going to get some truth onto this and so I read it until I believe it Mm. I read that I am a child of God and I am loved and I have been created for a purpose and as a pastor's kid it can feel pretty like oh yeah Sunday school got it great but I read it until I believe it every time I'm a big Hillsong girl myself so I listen to those songs that I love and that I fell in love with the first time I heard them and I listen to them over and over until I fall in love with them again until I feel until I believe those words again so yeah that would be my biggest tip is that when you start to believe the lies to start reading the truth Mm. until you believe it like you would say you don't always feel it, but you read it still, right? Until you do feel it. Absolutely. Like I don't always believe it. I, it becomes a bit of a chore sometimes. I feel like everyone feels that. But yeah, I think you've got to find a good Bible plan. You've got to find the things that are working for you. And if your routine isn't working for you, change it up. Do something new. Because the Bible is always going to be the absolute truth of God. It's written the way it is so that it can speak to our hearts. So I think if it's not doing that, maybe you need to change the way you're reading it or read it until you believe it. Abby, we are coming to an end, which is so sad. But before we finish, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Oh, be kind to yourself. You're really good. You're really lovely and pretty and wonderful. And the cute boy will like you back one day. And, you know, it's all going to be great. I love you. You're beautiful. Be kind to yourself. Just say that every day until you do it. You're incredible. Thank you for teaching us something that's actually really important in today's society, which is to be kind to ourselves. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.